and it's like it's so um, you know? crazy. It's like, oh, you don't want your daughter to have better looking children with someone of a different race. Find me a, a like not cute black or mixed baby. Like, <laughs> find me one. You can't. You can't. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Girls Gotta Eat. We are here at Mouth Media Network, powered by Sennheiser once again. Super excited about this week's episode. So excited about this week's episode, and I just want to say up top to you guys, thank you again for all of the ratings and reviews on iTunes and Spotify. Please keep doing that. Put us in your Instagram stories. Tag us. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. <laughs> tell your t- don't, don't tell, tell your my dad. mom. <laughs> don't tell my dad or Raina's mom. Um, yeah, guys, it's been super fun. We love seeing your text conversations about um, talking about the podcast and we've gotten so many girls that have like met guys in the wild from last week's episode. I love it so much. I do too. I love hearing about this stuff. So guys, please keep telling everybody about it and tagging us and stuff. We would love to repost it. Um, The show has been at the top of the charts for three weeks in a row. We're trying to stay there. I'm trying to get to number one. We are the top of the charts. Gets us really wet. Speaking of that, uh, (laughs) perfect segue. Uh, This episode is brought to you guys by Woo for Play, which is a coconut oil-based lube. You may remember a few episodes ago, we literally came up with this business idea. So they... (laughs) And yeah, it exists. This is better because somebody else did it for yeah, me. Yeah, we were never going to start the business anyway. So Wu <laughs> took it away, and we are loving this lube. It is made with coconut oil. It's natural. It's great for your vagine. And you can get 10% off with discount code GGE for Girls Gotta Eat at WooForPlay.com. Again, WooForPlay.com, GGE for your 10% off. Follow on Instagram, WooForPlay, all that good stuff. Okay, now. Thanks, Ash. Yes. Ashley's like in charge of the ads. I'm in charge of statistics. <laughs> I do research for the show about like the number of women that can come during sex, and Ashley's like, "I'm going to do business." I'm like, research. here's how to make sex feel even better. Ooh. Okay, um, guys. So I just want to say, every week I think about what we're going to talk about <laughs> at the beginning of the show for the intro. Yeah, and I think sometimes like, what am I going to do if nothing happens to me? And then every week in the eleventh hour, the universe <laughs> gifts me a present. And this week, the universe gifted me a present at like eleven o'clock last night. Last night, night. yes. So we were at dinner. We always go to the same place every week after we record. It's called Ozatar. It's in the East Village, Lebanese, Middle Eastern. It's so delicious. I It's really good. I, I'm a food blogger by trade, and yeah. uh, I've made Ashley one also, like a little honorary <laughs> food blogger. So like, if we love it. We love it. So alive. we go there every week, and we were there last night, sitting like on a busy street. On Avenue A and just watching. It was like, what What did you call it? It's a hot man parade. Hot guy parade. Every guy's coming from the gym. Just like a ton of hot guys. And we're just like staring, drooling, so thirsty. <laughs> and we see these two guys. I'm and, like, please come in. Please yes. be coming in here. Please be and coming sure in enough, here. sure enough, they came in. And the universe gifted us the table next to they us. Sat they sat right next sat. to us, like arm's length between us. So we're sitting there and just waiting for them to do the right thing. Do the right thing and lean over and ask what they should order. Right. <laughs> So what did you girls order? And I was like, nailed it, got it. And the rest of the night played out to be literally a double date. That's like our first double date. I mean, we were sitting with these guys. Their restaurant kind of emptied out, so it was just really the four of us. Like, I was talking to the one guy. Raina was talking to – they were both very attractive. We kind of, like, split up. It was like I was on the date with the one guy. You were on the date with the other guy. It was great. They were fun. Well – they were sort of. They were sort of fun. Your guy was super I boring. Was, I was so boring. I was like, I was like, oh my god. I, I got should- the dumb one, and you got the boring one. <laughs> I was 
was like, if Ashley goes to the bathroom, how am I going to carry this? Like, please don't go to the bathroom. He was like... He was like a warm glass of milk. It's like, you're not mad you're having it. It's, it's calm and it's like nice, but it's not a glass of whiskey. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. He was fine. He was fine. Anyway. Anyways. They kept talking about their rooftop. They were like, we want to have you girls over. You know, we have this like brick oven pizza, whatever. So they were like, let's exchange info. My guy, who I've been talking to all night, is like, let's make sure we exchange info. He said it. He initiated it. He initiated it. the, the thing. Let's, Of the info exchange. Of all of it. So we're like, okay. And my guy was, like, very cute. He takes my phone. He puts his number in my phone and texts himself my name. Yeah. And, like, I text him, whatever. So I have his number. And Ashley's guy does the same. No. I hand him my phone. I'm like, hey, put your number in. <laughs> he takes my phone. He had it for a while. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, clearly he's programming his number in and then texting himself. Like, I knew that, he wasn't smart enough to operate a phone. That's exchanged phone numbers. So he puts his number in, whatever, and... uh hands it back to me and I don't even think twice you know so we say goodbye to these guys we part ways you know we kind of recap afterwards and I get home and I'm a, I'm just gonna text him like not even in like hitting on him way just like hey it's Ashley like I noticed that he didn't like get my number so I'm like that's how you exchange information so I go to pull up this contact info and there's his full name first and last no phone number <laughs> But what else was there? Oh, no, no. Let's sit on that for a minute. Dude took my phone to put in his info. No phone number. It's just first name, last name. And then where, what, the business, your workplace, or your where you work, whatever. Yeah, the business, whatever. You know, the third line yeah, that says, yeah, yeah. like, of your contact info is... The name of the restaurant and the neighborhood. And the neighborhood. The neighborhood neighborhood was a strong move. It It said said East Village. East Village Ozatar. So he reminded me where we met, (laughs) gave me his first and last name. No phone number. It's either like the most passive aggressive diss or he's just a fucking moron. And like neither neither thing I want a part of. No phone number. For the contact info. Best. So let us let us know, guys. Uh, slide into our DMs, whatever. Contact us. Let us know what you think. You think that's a diss? Like I don't want this girl to contact me or fucking idiot. But you did have a date this week. I'm not totally undesirable. Um, <laughs> not undesirable at all. I think that they're just liars. I, yeah, I had a date. I mentioned it to you guys last week. I had a hinge date and it was, it was really good. We are supposed to go out again, which I mentioned this before. Also, I've never gone on a second date from someone that I met on a dating app. I never liked anyone enough to see them again. So tonight, supposedly going to break that cycle, whether or not I cancel last minute or the apocalypse <laughs> happens, both of which are very likely. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm supposed to go out with him again tonight. So we had a good date. Yeah, let's go. You had a good date? Let me just, let me break this down. <laughs> Ashley showed up to brunch the next day and I was so excited to hear about this date. It was um, like a nine hour date. Yeah, a long So time. you were like, t- you were out from, you were like, you were out from 6 p.m. to 3 a.m. Like, tell me everything. Lots to unhash. Right. Like, unhash? Unpack. Unpack. Talk about. No. Unhash. Unhash. Rehash. 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 Unpack. Rehash. Is unhash a thing? No. Whatever. Um, I Ashley gets there. And I'm like, so how was the date? Ashley's like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be like totally honest about what happened last night. Um, he really liked me. <laughs> he really, he, he just, he really liked me. And she said it, she was so serious about it. Like, this wasn't a joke. Like, she's unpacking the evening, and she's like, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm just gonna be honest, guys. I'm gonna put this all on the table. He was super into me. <laughs> all right. I didn't just, all right. That might be exaggerating a little bit, or not. Nope. Listen, guys, I 
am not like a super narcissist. Like I just I can tell when someone likes me or doesn't like me. I will be the first to be like, this guy's not into me, whether I'm not like his type, hot enough for him, just too much, whatever it is. This guy is like, yeah, he's he's really into me. <laughs> <laughs> like you know when you know, you know. And Ashley knew. <laughs> I know. Anyway. It was a great evening for him. <laughs> <laughs> we did not have a good time. It's no, we like, had a great time. Yeah, he's he's cool, but yeah, super into me. <laughs> super into you. <laughs> he was super excited about me. Oh, you didn't even say one of the best parts of the dates, which is that you ran into a fan. Right, yes. Got there. We go to this really cool rooftop. Ten minutes in, like I just met this guy for the first time in my life. Total stranger ten minutes prior. And this girl walks up and she's like, are you Ashley? She's like, I love your podcast. She's from Toronto. She was visiting here for her birthday. Happy birthday to Brittany. Hope you had a great time, girl. Uh, and so what he had to do then was take pictures of me and Brittany and her oh, friends. Oh my God. This, this is the ultimate first- like red carpet, hold my purse type of situation. <laughs> and he had just met you like 30 seconds ago. Yeah. Best night of his life. <laughs> he had a great time. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. And you met another guy this week. Right. This we is just, all about, I feel like I'm just interviewing it's you. It's all today. about me. It is all about me. Um, we wanted to just always remind you guys that we are right about everything. And 100%. Also, the next night, I after the, the hinge date, the next night, I am out and met a guy in the wild. And exactly as Raina and I discussed, Raina and I were out with another friend of mine, and Raina left. So it was just because, the two of us. Because I was blacked out drunk right. at 8 o'clock so, at night. After three drinks. Um, <laughs> so Raina left, and it's just the two of us. And my friend Emily, she's married. She's great. She's a great wing woman to have. And these two guys walked in and just started talking to us. And I hit it off with one of them and TBD. But yeah, totally like in the wild. We're just staying at the bar, staying at the corner of the bar, or the first place where you walk in. Which, so you boxed out all the other yeah, girls. Yes, great placement. If I can, We didn't mention that. If you just sit in the front so they don't even know there's anyone else right. in the bar. Don't allow them to see other girls <laughs> there. Like, Don't make them do any more work than they have to. They walk and they take three steps they're like girls I'll take you yep exactly so (laughs) met guys in the wild just like we said um but yeah so you I don't know you have a little something something you have a little uh birthday gift a little birthday present coming into town coming in hot I'm excited so my birthday is June 17th shout out to all my Gemini friends (laughs) you're like a club DJ where my Gemini's at (laughs) (laughs) shout out (laughs) <laughs> oh my god. You guys, there's this guy, we've talked about him since episode one, and he's Reyna's hot Israeli guy. He's coming in town. I think he's actually he's actually Persian, but he lives in Israel. Whatever, he's smoking hot. Just to be clear that just to like stay on theme, I like really, brown drink. I like brown guys. He looks like he looks like Drake. Brown drink. So brown they've been drink. sexting. Reyna's a master sexter. I'm really good at it. And what did you send him? I said something so shameful. Ago. I started off with something classy because I'm playing hard to get these days. We're talking about like where he's going to stay when he gets here and like what hotel he's going to rent, like whatever. So, you know, I'm in the middle of the day, I'm real classy and I'm like, you know, I have tons of friends who work in travel PR and, you know, if you need help picking a a hotel, I'm happy to help. And then I had a few drinks and I dropped one of the thirstiest lines I've ever, I've ever dropped. Hold on. Yeah. So you're talking about (laughs) hotels when he comes to town and then you say... I'll look good bent over in whatever hotel you decide to get. <laughs> Let me repeat that. I'll look good bent over in whatever hotel you decide to stay in. <laughs> what? And what did he say? I wasn't particularly concerned about that. <laughs> He's like, I'm sure you will. I'm sure that you I'm will. I'm sure you will. <laughs> so that happened. Yeah. Um, so I'll keep you guys posted. We'll do a little Instagram story when he's in town so that you guys yeah, so you can gotta get a look meet at him. him. Yeah, we've been talking about all smoking hot this guy's. <laughs> 
So speaking of hot... Very, very Our hot. guest today. We are super excited to welcome to the show Dale Moss this week, who is a former NFL player, current beautiful man. <laughs> blushing over here. Blushing. I'm blushing as well. I'm very fair-skinned, so I can't hide it. You really um, are blushing. I know. I can't hide it when it I'm It sounds okay. fake, red though. Looks, you're li- red looks good on you. It's okay. Oh, oh, oh God. She's going to be blushing even more. She's going to slide off her seat. No, I'm just Uh-oh. kidding. Um, <laughs> no, it sounds like it sounds like you're. it's like a fake resume. You're like, oh, yeah, this guy, he was like, he was in the NFL or whatever. Now he's like a model. I mean, Whatever, and he's like entrepreneur. It's just like, oh, really? That's a real person. <laughs> also, That's also tall and attractive. Also, all around great guys. So, welcome to the show. <laughs> hey, Dale. it's not make believe. We are out there. So, uh, thank you so much for having me. You're welcome for that intro. Hey, no, that's. Uh, I'm pretty much speechless right now. A lot of girls and, and are that like, doesn't happen. Your Instagram that right doesn't now. happen. Happen a lot. But uh, thank you so Wait, much. Dale Moss thirteen. Is that Dale plug Moss one three? <laughs> Check it out. Lucky Every girl 13. just turned off our show and like went directly to Instagram to slide into your DM. If you get laid, I need to know because of this show. Oh, okay. <laughs> not I don't kiss and tell. I don't kiss time. and tell. All right, you don't have to tell. Oh, you, you don't kiss and tell. Like you a, have to leave the room. Send me like a wink emoji or something. Or okay, something we'll, have random. A, we'll have a little secret code. Okay. Like a chicken bone emoji. <laughs> 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 Anyways, I want to start by, um, will you oh, introduce yeah. yourself to the audience? Will you talk about um, where you're from? How old are you? You know, your right. story. Uh, so the background, uh, my name is Dale Moss, uh, as um, during the intro, uh, formerly an NFL athlete. Now I'm in the fashion and entertainment space, uh, a model with Wilhelmina International. Uh, I have my own production team, but, um, you know, kind of right now, my goal has always been to build as a host uh, and an entertainer. Uh, I'm originally from South Dakota, Brandon, South Dakota, of all places. Oh, my God. Town of 5,000. You're my oh first my South Dakotan. That's ever uh, I've ever met. South Dakota. See, you had the nice the O sound, you know the Dakota. Dakota. Dakotas. Dakotas. Um, Pittsburgh. Was that your first Delawarean? No. No. Um, no. But you're uh, the best one. Are we going to talk about a lot of firsts and a lot of best? <laughs> Ashley today? wants to keep like segueing back to her, and I'm trying to talk about you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so tell me, what teams did you play for, and what position? Uh, I was a wide receiver. Um, What's your favorite I, position? I'm just kidding. Why? <laughs> I think that's later in the show. Um, so I, I was actually a college basketball player, of all things, in transition, and I had a you know a great opportunity. I was a wide receiver, uh, started with the Green Bay Packers, finished with the Chicago Bears, and yeah, you know after a couple of injuries, you know it's a tough game. The game has given me a, a lot of opportunities, and uh, I really use that platform as uh, with as an opportunity to transition out of sports into kind of the space I'm in now. How did that happen? Sorry. No, I think that's. I think that's smart. I mean, you like beat your body up. Yeah, like can ruin your body as a pro athlete. I I think for your whole life, you know. Oh, completely, completely. And you see all the time. So many athletes are banged up, injured. Then, then when it stops, it stops, and they don't know what to do. Right. And. I'm not going to lie. I had to learn some hard lessons, um, and I had to go through some transitions. But one thing I learned, and honestly, this is probably from my upbringing. You know, I was the only black kid. I was in a a very segregated area. Um, I had my family. I had a lot of support. But at the end of the day, like... You know, I just had to get things done, and um, the world doesn't really feel sorry for you. Right. You know, it, it didn't. Uh, I learned that at a young age, and uh, I, you know, just put myself out there, and again had great people around me, uh, learned some lessons, but at the same time uh, made some some great connections. So you grew up in South Dakota. 
South Dakota. Um, and obviously, this is a radio show. But for those listening, you are uh, you are biracial. Yep. So uh, my my dad's black and my mom is uh, is white. Um, you know, a couple different mixes in there. But uh, <laughs> and. Uh, they've been together for well, t- we're together for forty years. My mom passed away last year, but um, you know, my parents were together for forty years. Went through a lot of tough times, uh, civil rights movement, segregation. Uh, honestly, uh, my mom's side, and just it was a different time. And uh, we have a great family on both sides, but um, they actually told her not to come back to the farm because she was in a biracial marriage. Um, so she chose, obviously, to continue a, a life with my father. Uh, and, you know, since I have four sisters now. Um, but that's honestly kind of why we wound up in South Dakota. Um, you know, everyone goes through different things in life. My dad uh, was successful. Uh, he was, uh, I guess he was caught up in the lifestyle a little bit, um, you know, came up inner city. but uh, In South Dakota? No, he's originally from Omaha, Yeah, and like Nebraska. where did they meet? Did they meet and then move to South Dakota together? Yeah, so my my parents met in Omaha, Nebraska, where my dad was from. Okay, uh, my mom was back from college in like high school. No, in college. In college. Okay. So yeah, she like 40 was. Forty years. It's a long yeah, time. Oh yeah, they've yeah. So um, my mom was uh, she was actually on a national team that traveled the globe playing uh, a U.S. national team for women's basketball, and she was okay. back in the summer. So you guys are only like a casually successful family. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, my, I mean, in that day, athletic genes. Yeah. No, it's uh, you know. Athletics was something that really ran in my blood, but my dad was like a hustler, like for real. Um, he, he grew up like, uh, you know, he's got four brothers and one sister, and he fought a lot of battles so that they could go to school and they could have an education and things like that. But, you know, fast forward after my parents met, they moved to Sioux City, Iowa, started a few businesses. Um, and then uh, during that time, there were some downswings in uh, the economy, and really they just had to restart. Um, and long story short, they wanted us in a better place. Sioux City was getting overrun with drugs and things like that. So wound up in Brandon, South Dakota. So they, I, met, so they met in college. And then, I mean, this intrigues me. Your mom was like, hey, fam, my boyfriend's black. And they were like, get out of here. I mean, I, what, like, how did that work? They were like, you're not a part of this family? Also, or? it's not, you're not evaluating this by 2018 standards either. I mean, this was a long time oh, God, ago. so long you know? like, I, not, I, yeah. long ago? Not in New York and not in modern day, yeah, you in know? Middle America. Right. In the, yeah. What? Oh, God, I can't do so any this math. So this was like early. 40s? This was early 70s. Oh. Uh, when in they the first 40s? Met. How old do you think he <laughs> is? Sorry, sorry. I was. Well, my, my, parents, my mom was born in 54. See, yeah, I, my mom was born in 52. I don't know why I said that. His parents were 90. They're <laughs> <laughs> in college in hey, the 40s. They lived a life in Back in the 40s. But they were like flappers. Uh, middle America in the 70s. They meant yeah. during Prohibition. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, oh. okay, so I, I, it is a really interesting question. So, like, how did, how did your mom, like, have the what are the balls to do something like that? Honestly, it's just, it goes back to love. Like, uh, I think, um, you know, she was raised with a lot of love in her family and my dad was as well. But when it comes down to putting a title on things, and I think that's what you'll see a lot in relationships uh, when you have to unveil things to family. Right. I mean, I've been in different relationships where it was, you know, out of the norm for me to date some, or for them to date me because I was biracial and things like that. But at the end of the day, you have your own life to live and you make your decisions and, you know, she chose love and, um, you know, they had a a longstanding relationship and, 
you know, it was her choice just to start a new life. And, you know, I'm happy she made the decision because I'm here. It's brave. With yeah, you really. ladies. Yeah. So, yeah. We're happy she did that, too. Oh, Thanks, yeah. Mrs. Moss. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Uh, so, okay. So, obviously, it's I'm assuming South Dakota is not the most ethnically diverse place in the world. No, no. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, um, yeah, you got it right on the head. So, is it what, just like, so what is like it like? a white farm town? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's a lot of farm communities, honestly. Right. Yeah. So, um, until I, if all the way up to like sophomore year in high school, I think I was the only uh, black kid in, in my school. And when I was young, I had to go through different things. Some of my friends' parents wouldn't let me stay at their house because I was a black kid and they thought I was bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but at, at the end of the day, like I had been through so many of those things before that it didn't matter. I right. could care less, but even in relationships, you know, I, I had, uh, situations where it was like, grandparents of my girlfriend or different things. Right. They it's were always just like, the grandmother. That's exactly. not, yeah. you know, they were, they were not having it, you know, but at the end of the day, I think, and this is something that is important for us to understand now, you, you stay true to who you are and your character will shine through. Um, a lot of times it's people either are ignorant or they're afraid. It's not that right. they're necessarily bad people and you just got to keep doing what you're doing. So that's right. helped me in everything I've done. So that's a good segue into like your dating life. Yeah. I mean, are you single? I am single. Single? Ready to mingle? I'm single and I'm ready to mingle. He's like, I'm just getting DMs well, left and right <laughs> from this podcast. When was your last serious relationship? Uh, I was in a, uh, damn, I was in almost a, a little over a four-year relationship. Long time. Um, which uh, ended uh, really... You know, it's kind of off and on over the last year. Okay. Um, we know how that goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, you know, and it, it's... Uh, Always got to drag it out for at least six months when once you know it's over. You, know, you, you got to make sure. Sure. the year drag out. Drag I like a good through the year months. wasted life. Right? There's, there, there's a, lot of, a lot that goes into it. But um, honestly, it's it's I'm the happiest I've been in a long time. I'm, I'm ready to live and enjoy New York City and just meet people, meet people. Uh, you know, great women, just uh, great people in general. Um, and I haven't had that for a long time. I think, I, you know, through college, even through the NFL, you know, I was in different relationships. And uh, it's kind of an exciting time. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Obviously, like dating in New York is different than, you know, dating when you're on a sports team, different than, you know, dating in South Dakota. So do you gravitate towards, like, a particular type of woman? No, honestly, I I, I don't. I I would say I definitely don't discriminate. Um, uh, You regulate every shade of the ass? (laughs) No discrimination. You don't know Uh, what song I'm talking about? No, it's a big It's a big pun lyric. Oh, okay, Okay, girl. (laughs) I don't discriminate. I (laughs) I don't discriminate. Yeah, yeah, okay. Is that, like, Lil Wayne or something? Yeah. Oh, that what big pun? Yeah. Okay. Um, no. Careful. I don't. I'm, I understand more urban rap references than the two of you. It's okay. That, <laughs> I just I said it like anyway. It's because I'm from South Dakota and yeah. all I listen to his country. That's true. <laughs> but I've I've dated or saw or had puppy love with different uh, races, ethnicities, all the way from white, uh, Native American, Indian, uh, Hispanic. Uh, damn. I mean, it goes across the yeah. gamut. But I think that's, uh, for me, I don't know. I, I find a lot of things sexy about women in different ways. Um, and especially if someone's smart, because my biggest turnoff is if I can't have a conversation with you yeah. um, or if you're super shallow. Uh, there's a difference between being, you know, very confident and, you know, demanding, which, you know, I think as a woman, especially a strong, powerful woman, you should. Um, but I mean, you got to have some substance. So if you don't have that, the conversation's not going far. But uh, if you do, you know, definitely that's something to grow with. Well, and that's a good segue into being an athlete. I'm sure you get a lot of like 
dumb groupie girls oh throw God. themselves at you? I've had I've had some so many situations. And <laughs> Let's, like, let's yes. unpack that. Oh, man. So it, it, this is funny because this goes back to even in college. Do you have any kids? No, I'm no just zero kids. That you know zero, of. Zero kids, zero kids. Um, I mean, even in college, I would have girls sometimes just sitting and waiting for me to leave from when I was in a dorm to when I was in my, oh my, my house, like just waiting. Or cleat I've chasers? Had, oh, I'd have just... <laughs> What'd you call them? Cleat chasers. Cleat chasers? Oh, I've never chasers? heard that before. Oh, and I what thought does they that were, do? I thought they were called jersey chasers. I'm we, sure there's a bunch of names for these girls. We cut, at Clemson, it was cleat chasers. What does that do to your ego? Like, I mean, as like a younger guy. Yeah, you're like, you're like, I'm the shit. I think for me, well, I guess everyone's different. For me, and again, when I say my dad lived a life in full and he was um, like my dad, my parents were together for 40 years. Yeah. My mom had a lot of love for, for him and my dad's amazing, but uh, I saw a lot at a young age. Mm-hmm. Um I think for me, it realized, A, there's a lot of douchebags in the world, but also you got to be really careful on how you speak or communicate with with people in general, but especially women, because there's a fine line between friendship and really kind of toying with someone and making them fall in love. Right. And I don't, I don't know if I really, you know, I don't know if I really understood that, that line right away. But when know. you say understand it, so... Did you understand that you harnessed that power as like an athlete that <laughs> it was successful? Like it. I think I, I, young, I definitely you just didn't did. know what to do de- with it. I definitely did. And I think, you know, as I got older, I understood and respected that more, um, especially because you see all the things that come out in the media. Like uh, when I was playing, I spent a stint in Tampa Bay and they had a website that every time us players would walk into a certain bar, all these women that were on this website subscribed and they'd get text message notifications. Jeez. Um, I mean, they had like baller alert. I remember baller alert, like put something like I was at practice and like I was wearing compression shorts and it was like super hot. So you could see like my junk kind of through the, and <laughs> we, they posted, we love a dick outline they, they po- reference episode two. <laughs> they, they posted all over the internet. And then, um, also too, if like, I'm, you have to be very private with your personal life because I had so many people coming at my girl at the time. Yeah. Uh, just making up just crazy stuff or just being like, you know, I'm here, I'm in, you know, I'm in Tampa, I'm in Chicago, I'm with your man, uh, or just craziness and like, I don't know. I just things so I would never So you're found. saying Tristan didn't really do it. He was framed. Oh my God. <laughs> right now. That's where I can plead the fifth on these because I don't, I, you know, I'm, I'm not about the pillow talk too much. There's a code <laughs> of conduct. But uh, honestly, now in New York, I'm surrounded by women right. or agencies or events. Like, and you talk about the New York dating scene, and I was in a committed or off and on relationship yeah. for, you know, over the last year or whatever. But I mean, it's easier now. If I wanted to go out and sleep with someone a good call. damn near it's every a, night, yeah. like that's something that could be done, you know? And it's totally. like, yeah. And women like are, I hate to say, I hate to use words like thirsty, but w- w- there are just more women than men here. And like yeah. a tall, successful, good guy, like that's fun to be around and is smart is like not so easy to come by. Yeah. See so these women that are all clamoring for like the same dude. And I think women are so like, some are just savage. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, I don't care that he is a girl with him. Like it's so disrespectful, but I think probably hit an age. You're like, I don't care. I'm just going to like. Right, well, I gotta eat. Girls gotta girls eat, got, man. Hey, girls gotta eat. Girls gotta eat. Uh, and I, I understand that to a degree. Like it'd be so difficult being a woman in this city and having to put put up with some of the bullshit that that these men are are all about, you know. Or it's time. Like, do you get tired of running around? Do you get tired of wasting time? So, 
if you want it, if you want something, just be upfront about it. That's how I am. I mean, if if someone does it in a strong, confident way, like we don't got to beat around the bush. If it's something you want, like I'm grown, like, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll shoot it straight with you. We're grown. Uh, I'll, I'll always respect you. We'll have fun, handle business, have fun, whatever it is. But Hey, just say what you want, and we can. We can we're gonna get into that. So, ladies, when you slide into his DM, <laughs> oh. be upfront. Be upfront about what you well, want. I mean, that's a little forward, but obviously, you have a conversation <laughs> we're first. We're gonna get into some more of that. We're gonna um, get into how forward. It's not like, hey, Dale. Um, I'm here at this address. I don't like. I don't do the Tinder. I don't do all that. I don't do. Like, I think. Yeah, you don't need to. You're good. You just walk down the street. <laughs> <laughs> the world is your Tinder. Oh my! The world is my. I Tinder. understand when you're good looking as we are. That's that's what happens. Oh man. oh man! Are we only gonna bring guys on this podcast for now that we want to date? <laughs> Every week, Damn, right? It's now? like a pre-dating. Hey. It's like a pre-dating interview. I like ask them all the questions I would have asked, like that you can't. Wait, that's on really first smart. Date. Yeah, I'm smart. So since we have you here today, um, mm-hmm. something we thought we would get into is sort of dating outside of what you are, mm-hmm. whether that is your race or religion, okay. um, and how that's different, and how society accepts it, or your family, and like where you're from, and how that affects it. Um, so I'd like to talk like a little more about how you think it affected you, if it affected you at all. Yeah, you know, it might not have affected you at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, that you've like definitely dated like white girls, and their their grandmothers were like not about that shit. Not, not about that life at all. <laughs> um, it, it, for me personally, it, it it hasn't affected me much. I've I don't even want to say I've seen it as a challenge. Uh, it's just made me want to or given me confidence to be who I am even more and just, you know, let that come out because I don't want to change myself for anyone. I want to grow with someone if I'm seeing them. And if their family can't see that, you know, at a certain point, it's not your job to change other people's minds. I think when I, uh, you know, when I was younger, it, it bothered me a little bit more, but I've gotten past that. Well, also, you had the best example, like, as, as your parents, you know, like, it wasn't like you are this like black guy with and your parents are both black and then you're having yeah. to navigate it by yourself like you were probably able to just look at your mom and dad yeah and be i mean like there's the you know my dad was able to deal with this totally like, you know totally. it's kind of and they were so open about everything so i my parents were probably too open with certain things right. we saw everything we experienced everything you know my dad was out of the picture for a little bit dealing with some addictions and you know so my mom like i was a man of the house holding it down for mm-hmm. a long time and even through college and different things like that so i was so aware of it and i was so prepared for it which i'm very thankful for because it's allowed me to navigate this space like with women here in New York, in the modeling industry, you know, with all this other stuff, sex, drugs, money, sports, all that, um, having that upbringing has helped me understand it and at least be able to manage it and just not go crazy. I mean, your parents' jobs is to just not give you a childhood you have to recover from. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so I feel like, you know, your parents, like, you know, clap for them, like, big up for them. They hey, did hey. that good for them. Well, Ashley, you've always sort of, you said, you mentioned, like, sort of dated outside of your race. You want to talk about it? Sure. Um, I don't know. My town was was interesting. I grew up in a small town in Delaware. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, my my school was very. There was like a lot of like rednecks, and yeah. there was just like a lot of black people, and it was kind <laughs> of like everybody mixed. And like I grew up on like hip hop and rap music, and there was plenty of people dating interracially. And I I remember kind of some girls' parents were weird. I remember one friend I had her. She dated our like high school quarterback, who's this like smoking hot dude, and her parents were just not cool with it, and she kind of had to sneak around, but. My first serious boyfriend that I like went to my senior prom with was black. Uh, no one had a problem with it. 
my family was great. I remember asking my dad, just cur- out of curiosity, if he thought his parents would have a problem with it, but his my grandfather had passed. He was like, yeah, he probably wouldn't have loved it, but... He's not around. Yeah, so, yeah. but I went to Clemson and it was different. <laughs> so I get to Clemson, South Carolina, and I'm, I still was with my boyfriend from high school. And I put some pictures up of us in the dorm room. And I just remember this guy like coming into my dorm one day. We were studying, like a, a friend, like a couple of us were studying in my room. And like he was like, Is that your, your boyfriend? I was like, Yeah. And he was, the words out of his mouth were, How can you do that? And I was like, do what? Like what? Yeah. I mean, I was wow. so. I was like, you're never coming back in the through this doorway. But like, that's crazy. But and you're shook by like the openness it's of the, people. It, but it's the south. It's Clemson is a small yeah. town in the south. But There's it was culture. very interesting. This is one of the last you know things I'll say. Um, this isn't about me, but it was very different if you were an athlete. And so mm-hmm. I mean, it, the, that's that south, that southern way. It's like the people might be racist, but like if you're on the football team, it's fine. So athletes are so in college football. I mean, they're like gods. So they're just yeah. on this like different plane. And um, I, I just found race is always fascinating me because of, of my history with dating. And now it's just kind of, I, it's, if you would line up everybody I've ever dated, it would like not, no, it wouldn't even make sense. But, like the last <laughs> guy I dated in college after dating all these like black athletes <laughs> was this like Leonard Skinner loving, like cargo short wearing, <laughs> like crazy hair. Like, I mean, you, no rhyme or reason. Yeah. I'm like an equal opportunity employer, like all the way hey, around. Vagina is an equal opportunity that's, employer. That's still, and now being in New York City, I mean, there's, I mean, it's, pl- everything like, goes in New York City. Oh, it's, it's, it's unbelievable here. But to spend a lot of time in the South and then obviously living in Atlanta is, Atlanta's a whole other topic about race, but. Um, well, I have two sisters that live in Atlanta. So Marietta oh, right. and Buckhead. And like, you can cut the racial divide at, in certain areas. It is wild, oh, and it's, it's, it's what the statistically is like the the black, one of the, the blackest city in America. Yeah. I don't know how to say that to sound more PC, but I mean, and it's still this weirdly segregated. Like it feels weird. Yeah, sometimes. Well, it, and and you you see like just random things come out, and you know I remember even I was in Sarasota, Florida, where I used to train pre draft. Like, and you talk about sports is you know it breaks down a lot of barriers. Mm-hmm. People feel you know empathy, or they have something. Right. Relatable or they're cheering for a team or their alma mater or whatever. But um, I was like shooting, shooting hoops with uh, one of my friends. I went down there like a couple months ago and we're out on the beach shooting hoops and like someone's riding by in a truck. They're like, you miss nigger or something like that. And it's like for me, like I don't. It's it was almost it was laughable, but like you just get that in certain places. Like I don't care. Like you couldn't hold anything to me. Like if you walked in my yeah. shoes, you yeah. would piss your pants. Right. You know? You're right, right. Um, but at the right. end of the day, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> right. it, doesn't it doesn't matter. Um, and it just doesn't affect me. It just shows we. You know, uh, some people are insecure. We have a long way to go, but you just got to keep on doing what you're doing, and you know, girls got to keep eating. And <laughs> Um, speaking of girls gotta eat, girls also gotta pay the bills. Girls gotta pay the bills. We're gonna hit you guys with another ad. Um, we already mentioned Woo for Play, this coconut oil-based lube that we are loving. They stole our business idea. It's fine. Um, it's coconut-based, organic, natural. It has natural stevia in it. It's a light vanilla essence, so it smells and tastes amazing. This is Just like... FYI, when you, if you get it in your mouth... <laughs> It's going to taste good. <laughs> this is like Whole Foods for your vagina. Whole Think f- about it like that. Whole Foods for your vagina. I mean, a lot of the stuff, a lot of lubes out there really don't do your vagina any favors. So this is totally natural. It's really good for your down there. And the packaging is my favorite part. It's like super discreet and pretty. 
Really pretty. It's you like, would have no idea what it is either. Yeah, it looks like face lotion or something. Right. You just so you have it next to your bed. Your mom comes in. I don't know. You live with your mom. I don't. You live with your mom. <laughs> um, don't so be out of here living with your mom. <laughs> Sorry, mom. That's my loop. Uh, yes, and woo. Love the name. Woo. Woo. Uh, and it's available online at wooforplay.com. You can follow them on Instagram. We know you guys love the IG woo for play at woo for play and get ten percent off your first order or any order with code GGE at checkout. So GGE for girls got to eat at wooforplay.com. Back to you, Dale. (laughs) (laughs) Now back to you, Dale. Uh, Yeah. So have better sex with the coconut oil lube. And now Dale, let's get back to the serious topics about race. (laughs) If you were dating somebody that, God, I guess so 2018, I mean, shit, but like if you were dating some girl, like a white girl and her her parents just weren't totally on board. Would that deter you? I mean, I guess there's a certain point where you're like, I don't know. Or would you be like, no, I mean, I really care about you and we're going to try to work I, I think uh, the parents wouldn't deter me. Because um, it would depend on her reaction to it. It'd it, be understand. You know? Like, I, you know, I, I'd right. see how it would go. Um, we just work through it, you know? Right. Because I would never alienate. I didn't alienate my own family. You know, after years, we lived a few, uh, an hour and a half from Your each other. Your mom's side, right? Yeah, an, an hour, uh, like less than an hour and a half from each other. And I didn't know any of my my family from that side, really. Um, but since then, me and my cousins have recouped and had a relationship. But no, I mean, uh, I would I would respect that out of the respect for who I'm seeing. And we just take it step by step and go from there. Because at the end of the day, it's, you know, it's our decision. And a lot of times, it's the other person who is getting that pressure that in from my opinion that really has to cope and deal with it because I'm good like it <laughs> right, don't matter right. to me I'm gonna be me no matter what right. so and, and Raina you haven't really had experience with interracial dating but I mean being on the religious side outside of my religion yeah and I was talking to my dad about this the other day and he said you know it's a little bit different dating outside oh, of wait, your religion. dad we have yet we haven't we talked never about your dad dad's we, podcast. my dad is the greatest person ever like I'm crazy about this person he no he's my biggest fan in the world I know he's so um, he calls me every day he wants to hear all about the podcast and what we're talking about every week and I have to say things to my dad like we had a guy on the show this week who broke his dick <laughs> <laughs> that can actually happen too. I think, I mean, I've had some scares, but listen to uh, our Monday's episode. episode. <laughs> um, okay, so what did your dad but say? I'm hey, sure. I mean, he, his feedback was sort of like, you know, dating outside of your religion is a little different because, you know, as a white woman, you walk into a restaurant with a black man and society knows that you are doing something different. Like, you're, you're also not just dating, like, dealing with your family. You're also dealing with society. Like, I've dated outside of my religion, but I walk into a restaurant with, like, a Christian man as a Jewish woman and like nobody knows that like you're not dealing with like somebody driving by out of a car and yelling something or walking mm-hmm. into your dorm room and saying something um, but I had sort of a weird experience that like was really shocking to me um, religious wise I've been recently I've been like very attracted to like Middle Eastern men mm-hmm. brown, brown guys brown guys <laughs> Turkish Armenian, Israeli, any of the, like, you know. And there are a lot of Muslim people in that part of the world. Um, I am not religious, and I probably just wouldn't date anybody that was religious, period, no matter what religion that was. Mm -hmm. Um, But I met somebody who was great, um, Ivy League-educated lawyer, great guy, really interesting and smart and funny, crazy good-looking from that part of the world. And um, I was telling a, a close relative of mine, who I'm not going to say who it was, but um, she, she was like, this is great, this is great, I, she, he sounds amazing. And yeah. she asked me what his name was, and he has a very traditionally Muslim name. Uh-huh. Um, and her reaction was like, oh, fuck no. Absolutely not. 
that just forget about it. Not happening. Not happening. Like, and I, I was really shocked. Sh- I, mean, th- I was blown away that this person who is honestly like was a big supporter of women's rights and is an incredibly educated upper middle class person with money and I don't know access to different every kind of culture in the world that that was her like staunch reaction to somebody who is a nice person with a great education yeah. um, you're like I'm sorry did you hear me say Ivy League educated lawyer <laughs> or no right just, they, they, <laughs> and I understand that Jews and Muslims have a long history mm-hmm. um, but I mean I would think that you would trust me to pick somebody who's a nice person and I don't really care like what religion or race they are as long as they treat me nicely um, yeah. but I'm surprised by like people's reaction in society yeah. that well you and know? you know I think obviously we have this long long history of of black and white, but I mean, I'm sure people that have a little more ignorant and racist family members have had, if they try to date somebody that since like 9-11, you know, that anybody that is brown or anything like that, like they probably get a lot of shit from, Yeah, I mean, there's... And not New York, again, New York City, we live in the bubble. Right. We live in this beautiful bubble of like, no one would even look at an interracial couple, you know, but we're lucky. At the end of the day, the two people in a relationship are the only two people that should have to make the decision to be in it. So like, if I dated a Muslim person or you dated a white woman, that's your business and it's, you know, that's what you have to deal with at the end of the day. Day. Who cares what? Look, of course, you want to make your family happy and make everybody feel good and like you're mm. making good decisions. But if I chose to marry a Muslim person, that's my business and nobody else's. Well, and um, it's like it's so you know? crazy. It's like, oh, you don't want your daughter to have better looking children with someone of a different race. Like, yeah, I wish I was mixed race. Why not white? Let, it's let me live. Let me live. People, right? <laughs> Man, I just think okay, this is and this is, you know, when everyone says like every baby is like super cute, and I'm saying. <laughs> This is a little off topic. Nah. And I'm saying, do you feel bad if you say that someone has an ugly baby? You know what you say? Oh. You say, oh, he's precious. He's Look precious. at that baby. And you, okay. you text your friend, you're like, he's ugly. But no, the, like, the find me a, a, like, not cute black or mixed baby. Like, <laughs> find me one. You can't. You can't. I had friends growing up who were like, oh, I just, I just want to, you know, I just want a mixed baby, but my parents will get mad at me. Like, joking around, but serious. But they really wanted a mixed baby, so they ended up having a mixed baby. And the Kardashians Dumber. did it right. <laughs> they did it right. All I've seen ugly babies in all, like, uh, all, like, all races, but I don't know. I guess... And look, no hatred. I I do want to say, no hatred to people's families. No disrespect to the ugly white babies out there. I know. I was one of them. So were you. Oh, my God. I was so so ugly. Ew. I felt sad. I was one of those kids that people, like, felt bad for my parents when they came over. I was a boy when I could already talk. So I was in the grocery store, and I, like, could – I talked very early. Clearly, I'm, like, very intelligent. And people were like, what a cute little boy. And I would literally be like, I'm not a boy. <laughs> you you would you would be the one that had to tell them. <laughs> I would get so pissed off if someone said that about my daughter or something. Well, I think I'd my mom like, was like, problem? she'll set them straight. I'd start shutting But I'm like, it worked I, out no, for me, I think. <laughs> no hatred to people who just want to see their kids have an easy life. And I get it that mm-hmm. it is always easier to to marry and date somebody who grew up in the same culture as you, right? Yeah. Like being Jewish, I'm Jewish, it's the only culture I can speak to, but you know, it is certainly a culture, it's a way of growing up, and of course it would be easier to be with somebody who grew up in the same culture as me. Yeah. Um, with the same sort of values. And I understand that your parents just want you to have an easy life. So, like, no hatred to them. And also, you know, my parents grew up in a different generation than I did. And totally. things are accepted today that weren't accepted, you know, 40 years ago. I yeah. get it. But, 
you know, I do think it is just sort of your own decision if you want to walk down that path. Just got to live. Let me live. Let just me, live in New York City. You know, let me my, marry you know my, my answer Ivy, for everything. My Ivy League lawyer, just let me marry him. New York yeah. will force you. Um, okay, so It'll now like, we've exhausted this topic. Every week we play a game. We design the game around the person. Boom. Uh, because we have a a man here, I always like to take advantage of it. We're going to play a game called Mansplaining. <laughs> we like to take advantage of men. Mansplaining? Man, mansplaining. Mansplaining. Okay. Have, you ever, have you ever heard this term? Uh, I have now. Um, you well, know, it is actually a negative derogatory, it's a negative derogatory term derogatory about term. how men like explain things to women condescendingly. And but we are turning oh. into a positive. We're going to give you scenarios. And you're going to mansplain them to me. I'm going to I'm going to give you scenarios that the girls ask their girlfriends. Okay. Or ask us. And I'm going to say how you should handle this situation. Exactly. Well, you're speaking on behalf of all men, so no pressure. Yes. All right. We're going to I'm going to lob an easy one at you and then I want to ask the second one. Yeah, I love the second one. I'm going to start with the first one. Go. <laughs> okay. Mansplain to me. How do you guys feel when a girl asks them out first? I would prefer to. I, I don't want a girl or a woman to ask me out per, personally. That's what we're, I'm glad like, you said let's that. Let's start the we conversation. Like, like I'm, I'm not. I, I'm not about that. Like we'll talk, whatever. Like I'm a real man. We'll get to it. If you know, if it, if, if I like you, ask. If you we're out. vibing, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll I'll take you out. We'll go to get dinner. We'll see what happens the next steps, and we'll just live and have fun. So I'd say no. Don't do that. If you uh, if you got to ask a man out. He's probably not the right man, unless you just want to get laid. I like. I think a lot <laughs> of men sort answer. of fall back on this, like, I love it when women ask me out. And I don't believe that. Nope. And I believe what my mom told me when I was 12. No, I don't. If it's, a man wants you, you will know it, and he will make it happen. Ash, what do you got for okay. man? Okay, can you turn a hoe into a housewife? <laughs> no, I'm just, I mean, that's kind of the question. <laughs> oh. We both these, we were pretty deep into but alcohol people, last people night. People are asking us if uh, you are, like, casually to having sex with somebody trying to say fucking less if you're casually having casually se- sleeping together if you're casually sleeping together can that like it started out as a hookup maybe you met out during whatever it is it's like a, it's like a fuck buddy yeah can that be your girlfriend one day or is she already in that box oh i, th- I definitely think it can turn into more than that i think especially yeah. as you're older you you understand like sometimes i'm just not ready for the commitment mike like i'm wondering like let's picture a scenario like however this happened this girl and this guy are literally like straight up by definition, fuck buddies, like 3 a.m. phone calls or whatever, like booty call. And then like, is there ever a, mo- is there, oh, no, in, like, not that is there situation. a guy, that's what we mean. Does he wake oh, up one like, day and he's like, wait a minute, I kind of like her. I might want to date her. Oh, hell no. Like, <laughs> no. Thank you. If it's a very long winded answer to get to what I thought it would be. No. So I misinterpreted it. If, if it's 3 a.m. and all these just late nights, like, Hey, I just got back to the crib, uh, come through, you know, let's, it's no. Thank you. Okay. Last Women. night, so if that's no. the, the communication you're getting from a guy. Just either keep up the fuck buddiness or give it up because like you're not gonna be. Hey, you're in uh, the box. Uh, yeah, you're in the box. Not you're the not good box. Out. And especially like because there's different things <laughs> I would do in that situation that, that I would never do to my girl. Like hell no, that's no. Right. Like you've been kind of well. I don't know. It depends on what the girl wants too. Like. And that's, you know, we've, I've had that situation. I've, I've had a situation where I don't want to date a guy yeah. and I don't want to go to dinner with him, but I, I want to fuck him. Yeah, so but I mean, your expectations are aligned and right, that's cool. expectations are yeah, aligned. Yeah, if it's understood, but if someone's trying to flip, it's just, it's going to be a one way street and whatever side and someone's going to get, they're going to get their feelings hurt. All right. Do you think pro athletes can be faithful? <laughs> yeah, I definitely do. <laughs> do you know any? <laughs> I definitely know quite a few. Any I definitely in the know NBA? quite a few. <laughs> 
in the league. Man, there's options. I mean, there's a lot of options. You'd be surprised, though. Like, that's what, you know, when they say... Uh, yes, we would. <laughs> media, whatever. I mean, don't get me wrong. Everyone's going to live a little bit. But there's a lot of guys, the majority of them are family men. A lot of guys who are in the league um, have kids, have a significant other pretty early in their career. Um, so it's possible. I'm well, not going to say there's a ton. Well, who- here's my main question. Actually, this was now I'm thinking of it. I've had this question for a long time. Do you think that there are a lot of relationships, marriages where it's like the guy does cheat and kind of sleep with different women when he's on the road and like the wife just kind of knows and she's like well you know I don't have to work and I get to live in this huge mansion and have this dream life but like kind of like don't ask don't tell and kind of knows that yeah I think I think that's extremely common right I think that's common in anything with money because it goes back to security totally right not just athletes yeah yeah, I I think it just goes back to security but but you're having whole episodes and whole shows built around that um you know, like basketball wives and things like that who are divorced and they right. share their stories. Right. So that that's definitely common um, because you know what you're getting yourself into at a certain point. And then, you know, when that cash is there and that security and like it, it, it changes a lot of people yeah. on both sides. It on does. Both sides. I think that men sometimes are only as faithful as their options. And when you start building in anonymity and travel and money and all these mm-hmm. things, I understand that it's I'm not saying I would appreciate it if it was me, but I understand that it could be hard to be faithful. And, you know, there's these temptations out there. I wouldn't like it. Yeah. Okay. You're a model. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you care <laughs> and notice how women dress? Or do you think women women are still out here dressing for each other? Are you, do you is that a thing for you? I yeah, I pay attention to how women dress. Yeah. Um, how do we look today? You, oh beautiful, my God. athleisure, oh, beautiful. Okay. The athleisure, athleisure vibe is. You know what we're um, calling it now? Ash leisure. Ash. Because I literally never wear anything but this. Have no, we ever I, worn anything besides stretch pants into this studio? I wore jeans last week, and then I met you, and I like showed up to towel. In, oh like, yeah, we were ta- fucking ta- mom ta- jeans and backpack. That was the funniest thing in the world. She was I, so I, worried. I'm like, chill, don't no, worry about this. I was this. worried. The way that they treated me, when I, those first of all, the doormen wouldn't even open the door for me. They were like, "Are you sure you're supposed to be here, little girl, with your backpack?" Right. People whose <laughs> job <laughs> it is to check a name off a list. We're, you were like, "Y'all are supposed to be here." Premiere. Those PR girls, when they heard I was like your guest, they were like, "Oh, for real? Like you <laughs> <laughs> with your backpack?" <laughs> like they were like, "You're you're with." I was like, they didn't have my name, and I was like, "I'm a guest with Tail Moss." And, and they were like, like, "In those jeans? In Are- those jeans?" <laughs> Started singing genuine. Genuine. That was my first boyfriend. Our song was differences. That was like the jam. Oh man, those go the good times. Good times. Well, you know what? At the end of the day, everything worked out. It was all good. No, it was a funny today. story. I didn't give a fuck. But like, I'm like, there's <laughs> six so men out here, and not one of them will open the fucking door Actually, for me. I mean, tears laughing. I know. About this. I People who literally whose job it is to stand outside in the rain and check your name off a list. That's who was was body shaming Ashley about what she wore. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I, I paid attention like but i also look at just how they're wearing it in confidence new york there's no set style or whatever totally. there's so many people so wear what you want do what you want and honestly it's it's more acceptable you can be in a, a, a fancy setting and be dressed down but it's yeah. fashionable like a strong mom jean in a backpack or <laughs> yeah as long as the backpack's only over one shoulder not two. Oh, uh, sometimes i do the two it's just oh, I always do that, too. that was a fun night we had uh-huh. fun that was fun. Oh, that was fun. All right, mansplain to me. Who and when should you initiate the exclusivity conversation in a relationship? 
I've never really had the conversation. I think it just kind of developed and you just knew. But if it, yeah. for me, it develops naturally. Right. But I've seen, and uh, there's a lot of insecure guys there. So my perspective is this. My job as a man is to love you and treat you the best I can. And, but it's not to make you want to be with me. I can only treat you as good as possible and the rest falls into place. Right. You can't convince somebody to be Yeah, good. like I can't. I, it's not my job to convince you not to sleep around with all these other dudes. Like, um, but I feel like a lot of people will sometimes rush into something or that's exclusivity commitment. So there, it's a controlling type thing. But yeah, I think at a certain point, you know, you do have the conversation. I remember after I was seeing someone for like it was like a month. We were just off and on, just uh, not necessarily seeing each other, pe- each other because we were talking all the time. But it's like, all right, well, if we're gonna invest this time, you know, we I need to know it's real. I got your back no matter what. I'm not gonna be out sleeping around with all these women. So if we're committed or if we're in this, we're in this together. It's right. not a one way street because I don't have time for it. And I think sometimes it takes two seconds. Like if you're on the same page, like I was telling Raina, I had to talk with an, an ex of mine. Like we were on a trip together and he was like, so are we boyfriend, girlfriend? I'm like, yeah. And that was it. Like Did that was, it. it was like, are you seeing anybody else? I'm like, no, are you? And they're like, okay. Or it's almost like when you introduce someone and you're like, yeah, this is my girlfriend, Ashley. Yeah, and you're this like, is my, what? what? Did oh, he girl. just come to oh, say what? <laughs> yeah. I just called you my girlfriend. You like update your okay. Facebook really quick. Yeah. <laughs> you text your mom. And you're like, be careful. I'm hey, in a relationship. Be, care- be careful with how you, how you throw that out. Cause it's, you know, sometimes know. it can, I've had situations where it was like, I just ended up having a stalker because I used it early. I don't know where that sentence was going to go. Yeah, no, it was, it was You're bad. you like, I had to file a restraining order. Uh, not that deep, but I, I cut it. But uh, yeah, definitely. On that note, ladies, please don't stalk Dale. <laughs> Slide those DMs, but take a hit. Be no, stalk, I'm steady moving, so I'm you know, a hard target to... To, to catch or stalk or you've been warned he's actually physically fast up, he will run away from you exactly and hold ransom like that. all right I don't want any of that like ju- you're like juking this girl I just stiff arm Stay. just give Heisman. me the Heisman hey hey Heisman all right that's all we have for you today yes thank folks. you so much this was wonderful this was super that I'm was so excited you did this good thank you um, you guys can follow Dale on Instagram what is your Instagram name uh, Instagram at Dale Moss you want them to follow anything else uh twitter uh dale moss you can kind of just see my day today on social media uh website officialdalemoss.com okay. coming out with some more positive things uh He's very positive so you're like an inspirational speaker hey it's it's got me gram. through a lot what you're you see a, is you're what a you ray get. of light hey thank you so much for coming <laughs> in and again guys we're coming to you from mouth media powered by sennheiser follow girls gotta eat girls gotta eat podcast on instagram girls gotta eat we're on facebook twitter not on snapchat as always and we will see you guys soon have a good week guys awesome thanks for having me bye